access to technology at the moment. It's paramount to literacy itself. Without it, it's very hard to imagine participating fully in the world and also developing one's voice in the world, one's identity, and seeing what is possible. Hello, I'm Pritesh Chohan and earlier this year I turned 40 and I wanted to do something meaningful alongside all of the celebrating. I decided to ask my community to support me in helping an underprivileged community and give them a small yet transformative boost. This is how the Rainbow Boosters project was born. In sharing the idea with people, I realised that we all know of a teacher, a family member, a friend, an author or a singer that has made a profound impact on our life. I wanted to create a space where we can share those stories, so welcome to the Rays of Sunshine series. In this episode, I'm really pleased to welcome one of the most creative people I know. Zoe Thurling runs a creative agency that creates world-class media, bringing to life organizations, vision and stories. Zoe and I have worked on over 50 projects, creating hundreds of different assets in the nearly 10 years that we've known each other. From compelling video, striking branding, to social media and animation. Zoe lives on the edge of technology, always curious and experimenting with the latest developments in AI, animation, digital tools, and always bringing something new to the mix, which personally keeps me growing. Zoe lives in Canada and we've only met twice in person. And yet we have a deep understanding of each other's superpowers, how to interpret each other's creative vision. And it's a relationship that brings me so much joy. I'm excited to share this insightful conversation with you and hope you enjoy listening to it. Hi Zoe, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Pratesh. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. All the better for seeing you. Thank you for taking the time to uh, have a chat with me on this series. I know you've been uh, really supportive of Rainbow Boosters from the start. You did some cool animation for us in the logo, and you've just always been on my side. So thank you for doing another thing for me um, to, to, <laughs> to basically pick your brain around the things that we don't always talk about, which this is which this series was set up to do the people around me we we go through life but we don't sometimes stop and ask each other these questions so I'm, I'm glad that we have the opportunity here to do so so can you tell us who was your ray of sunshine who was the person or the teacher that's had the biggest impact on your life and how would you say that they shaped your future oh this this has been such a tough one for Tash because I realize when I go through my life just how many rays of sunshine there are and I feel truly privileged in that. Um, but, you know, I really have to um, zero in and I'd say it was, it would be David, my partner. So at the time I met David, I was sort of just working my first job and just working, working, working all the time. And David came along and he kind of made life into more of an adventure. Um, He's sort of, uh, he's such a capable and affable guy, and he's also very adventuresome. So we got involved in projects together right away. So although we've only been in business 20 years together, we've, we've done a lot of projects before then. So David is the kind of person who, if he travels, he's going to be going on some pretty bizarre adventures. So um Earlier in our relationship, I was working at Nortel Networks and um, I was working in Maidenhead um, and I was at the office and I get a call from David and it's like, hi, David, what's up? And he's like, I'm on an electric canoe in the Thames and I'm going up to the regatta and do you want to join me? And I'm like, David, who are you with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so he 
you know, David has this uncanny ability to just connect with people. And so um, I am quite reserved actually. Um, so I've really benefited by that, you know, he's up for all kinds of risks as well. And that's kind of puts the fun in life. Um, and we've been able to help each other through that process. So I'd like to plan and David likes to dive in and it's, it's kind of a nice complimentary situation. So it's led to other adventures too. Like um, we had the opportunity to live off the grid for four years in the middle of a forest. And wow. David just um, took on the responsibility of developing the energy system. And this is quite a while ago too, um, back in the 2000s. So it was kind of more risky, you know, it was more expensive and, but we had this opportunity to do this together and David really embraced that challenge and just sort of made it happen and um, has done so much to make life um, just unusual and the road less traveled. So, and also I guess, you know, David um, has been part of my life for most of my life now. So it's, it's a long and enduring partnership and sharing work and family life together is, it's, um, I think it's a bit intense for some people, but when I look at my family, my parents uh, worked, um, worked together still. And um, so did my grandparents actually. Um, they were both doctors and they worked in the operating room together. So wow. I guess for me, it, it's not so odd, but um, it's kind of an interesting thing to try. Like if you're, if someone is thinking, oh my gosh, I couldn't work with my partner or uh, vice versa. Um, we do tend to bring our best selves to work at times, or at least put our best foot forward. And mm. that can really benefit the private relationship. So anyway, so David is just a huge part of my life and it's um, just an honor to be able to work with him and also partner with him in life. Yeah. There's so many things I want to unpack. Um, some of them about living off the grid, I'll, we'll do over a beer at some point because that sounds super interesting. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the other thing that I want to talk about uh, off the back of that is, so my parents ran a really successful business for most of their life together in the same way. We grew up in that space. They still do it now. And they complement each other so well that they creatively or guidance or support and understanding that it's till the job gets done. So I've seen it working, you know, firsthand myself. And even though I don't work with Bavika directly, we work on our life, you know, the, the projects and the trips and Rainbow Booster has been a massive part of as well. And that partnership takes understanding and it takes forgiveness and it takes, you know, support. But when they are together and complementary, which I've seen with you and David, you know, it's, it's almost unfair just having a conversation with you because I know that David's such a big part of everything that we've done, um, that they work so well and they, they have such an impact. One of the things I wanted to share and take this opportunity to share is that when I think about you and David and I think about me personally, you're both my own personal rays of sunshine because in my career, I was in a place where I was trying to figure myself out. 
I was trying to prove to everybody in this massive company that maybe I have a good idea. And I remember our first conversation, which was almost 10 years ago. And, and this has come up as a theme that people, when they share their rays of sunshine or that a pivotal moment, they can feel it and they can be exactly in that spot, regardless of how long ago it was. And I remember being in this, one of those meeting booths, which are, you know, foamed walls and a glass window. And we were talking about a brief of some branding, I think it was. Um, but we spent the best part of an hour talking about musical influences and what colors make us feel and how we we are out to make people experience something rather than just create something. And I remember that so vividly. And one of my colleagues was sat outside and afterwards she was like, who are you talking to? Because you were so animated, you were so expressive and you're so passionate about whatever it was you're talking to. And I basically said, I just, I was talking about this brand pitch that we, or, that we had to create or this brief. And I knew then that we had this common understanding and all the way through the last 10 years and the millions of projects that we've done and the different companies that we, you know, I've been in that you've continued to support me in, you've been my rays of sunshine in that way. You've helped me navigate. You've kept me on my toes. You've pushed me to, um, be better and supported me to 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 deliver in some incredible things I've been fortunate to do. So I just wanted to say on this series because it's Rays of Sunshine that you both have been um, have been my own personal Rays of Sunshine. Oh, that is amazing, Pratesh. Because you know, I think from the first conversation too, we just uh, both David and I felt you know you were just this lightning bolt, and it was clear that you know, you had something special and we were so interested in following and seeing where you would lead us. And we've been so on, on some amazing creative adventures together. Yeah, we have. <laughs> it's just really exciting to work with you, Pratesh, and we just enjoy it very much. Yeah, yeah. likewise. And we're talking about technology in, in relation to Rainbow Boosters, but you and I, I said in the intro, you and I have only met twice in real life. Our 10-year journey and all of our work has been done through Zoom or through meetings and emails. Um, and that in itself is just amazing that we've been able to form such deep relationships and trust and bond. So it just shows that it is possible. And I kind of want to tap into that a little bit. So in your own personal life, in your education or uh, in, in your career, how has access to technology played a role in your personal or professional success? Wow, it's such a big one because media, you know, it is my, it it is my subject area. I I I went to school for new media, but also from the time I was a tot, I was looking at films that my grandfather shot and my great grandfather shot. So it almost feels native to me, and not having that is. Is such a profound um it would be such a profound change i'm also doubly blessed because throughout my career uh, i've been involved with telecom so from my first job so that too adds another layer of this this amazing capability so it's not just technology it's specifically communications and then also the media so all those things together are just this um have just been such an amazing and exciting ride for me. So when I was in high school, I was able to attend um, uh, an arts high school and we had access to old technologies as well. So 
a full printing shop with type on a stick and hot metal type and hand-fed press and all of those um, more primitive forms of technology, but all the way through, they just make self-expression and communication and reaching out to others um, so much easier every single iteration. So I think that access to technology at the moment, it's, it's, it's paramount to literacy itself. Um, without it, it's very hard to imagine participating fully in the world and also developing one's voice in the world, one's identity and seeing what is possible. Um, just having all of those um, exposures to different films, ideas, people, finding people to help you, finding your tribe, um, making sure that you're connecting on a level that feels um, sincere and you're able to just locate where you should be in the world. It's just so essential. Um, so I've been, I've felt so grateful to, um, to be able to study media and also doubly to work in telecom as well. So with your arts background and we're similar in that state stage, you know, I grew up in the lithographic business. So feel connected to that manual way of creating something. My dad's passion was always taking a blank piece of paper and making it something that means something. Um, so, but I also know you're a massive tech head. So where do you, how do you feel about um, the role that technology plays? Because to some degree, those, those manual skills, I know AI argues that it stops us doing some of the mundane stuff, but that, which is, which is, great because it frees you up to do the creativity stuff but it, we're losing the ability to touch and feel and do those things unless you proactively go and do it so how do you feel about that personally because i we have a similar we we know the old world and the value of that but we also embrace the new world sure that's such a big question um I love to do manual things as well. I mean, it, it's just provides that meditative time that 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 basic uh, bubble you need to to be creative. And um, although I love creating on the screen, um, getting away from it is super important. Um, I mean, our digital tools are so powerful and essential um, and AI, of course, adds another layer of capability to it um, but the thing with AI is that it doesn't know what it is to be human and that is the basis of all art we're trying to express what is that human experience so on some levels I'm not sure AI can can ever achieve that um, and I like to experiment using it as a tool especially with productive tasks like processing video or audio to make it better or to restore um, you know an old photograph um, to bring out the detail in a face and AI is so important for that because it's gone well beyond just recognizing the data that's already there present in say an old photograph it it can make up what is lost so that is extraordinary and it can help us recapture lost histories and, and help them come back to life. But at the same time, you know, in our modern world, that balance is so critical. I mean, getting out and um, 
being in nature and finding a hobby or a craft or um, music or something that one can do that is that causes you to be present in the world with your sensibilities is is so massively important too yeah you almost have to force yourself to do those things otherwise you can get stuck behind a screen um, it's so easy yeah, yeah. it's so easy and we're all i think that recent events um and news and um COVID all had a hand in developing some of our less healthy habits <laughs> around this. And, and of course it extends to our children too. So you, as you mentioned before, have spent a lot of time in the telecoms world and connectivity world as with me and another work that you've done. So you've seen the, the transformation that happens when people have nothing, when we talk about you know access and tech or communications, to then having it, you know, we talk about this jump from no G to 5G and um, and some of the cases we did in Case for Change, which was, uh, you know, no access to complete access. How important, you know, how do you believe that access to internet and technology can transform the lives of people in marginalized communities? More just to articulate it from your perspective, like how do you see that and why is it so important? Wow. There's so many ways that mobile is used. And in some, in some countries that went from zero to 5G, um, they have even more services that are like mobile banking and so on. Uh, it's just, uh, they've gone straight to this virtual um, digitized service, which is remarkable. And when you think about the healthcare and all of the, basic services, including identity, um, you know, it's, it's almost the same as having a passport or some basic ID. This is you, this is, this is how, this is the portal for engaging with the world and actually being heard in the world and developing one's agency in the world. So um, we have so many choices for connection here and so many ways that we can engage with our governments and engage with each other. Whereas, you know, in some places, it's just that one mobile phone. <clears throat> and that's really a lifeline, I think. I mean, we've seen that time and again in, in stories, whether it's emergency services or, or whether it's wayfinding or whether it's being found, or, um, you know, for migrants, um, there's just, an infinite possibility if you have that device to make it work in whatever situation you are. It's, it is like a Swiss army knife, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just been amazing. And I've been so honored to see the proliferation of these technologies take place because they do open up worlds and they're vital links. I mean, I remember being in, in Barcelona uh, one year for Mobile World Congress and um, the phone I had wasn't working um, due to a fault of my own, um, but something was funky with the SMS or something, but I felt really alone. Like it was just so exceptional to be in this environment and um, trying to find people and, I was uh, trying to find my way into the MWC post party, which I, I don't think I was really invited to anyway, but 
uh, I went to the designated address and I went in and the place was empty. And I was like, it was all set up for a party and there was nobody there. And the location had been moved, but it was one of those twilight zone moments. Like, where am I? Am I, have I slipped through the cracks of time or <laughs> so it was like, and it's such a, you know, in a way it was just such a fun little adventure for me, but you know, the reality is that not having that lifeline in a different circumstance would be devastating. Yeah. Right? We have a, a similar consciousness going into rainbow boosters because we are essentially creating a digital identity of sorts outside their mobile device um we're, we're creating a space where they have to start building and creating their digital identity and that comes with responsibility and that's why you know with the tutor that we've hired we're, we're going to be working really hard to make sure that there's content there's digital skills there's valuable things because um it's it's such a big part of our lives once you're on it and once you're involved in it and um to make it valuable you need to know what to do and what not to do so yeah it is a big part of our lives finally can you share with us one positive message or quote that has inspired you throughout your life and continues to motivate you sure yeah sure can so this would be a quote from margaret mead uh, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. And I really believe that's true. Um, although our governments um, do become involved with um, issues, often it's, it's citizens who jump in right away and make the first response and kind of, you know, forge the path forward. And that's why I love Rainbow Boosters and what you've, you're creating, uh, Pratash, because that this is such a prime example of just going in and doing something and taking charge and, and not getting, not allowing bureaucracy to bog you down into inaction, which is, is so very easy to do in, in, with our government structures and with bureaucracies. So that's such a meaningful thing that you're doing. Thank you. That quote's really close to my heart because it's a lot of the narrative that I have with this team. We're a small team um, that is actually thousands of miles apart. There is a, there's an India team that's on the ground and there's the partners that's in the US. So in a similar way, we're trying to build this thing together and in a place with now, I think officially the largest population in the world, with so many um, initiatives and people helping and doing similar things from the government down, you can feel overwhelmed at times as what's the point or is it really going to land or surely this is not enough. And that quote of actually it's a small group of people that make the difference and just do that and worry about the outcome um afterwards or the impact the scale of the impact if you're if you know why you're doing what you're doing and that's our narrative and that's why we we continue to do it and we are you know in the space of time that we're doing what we're doing and what we're able to deliver um it's truly truly inspiring to me and also i can't actually believe that we're at this phase that we've done what we've we've set out to do so 
Thank you for sharing that quote. Um, I know that you and David do a lot for your own community, for some of the music uh, circles that you're in. And um, I just want to say thank you for supporting this project because it's been uh, it's, it's been extremely valuable having you on our side uh, in this as well. So I just want to say thank you for taking the time out, Zoe. Um, I love talk talking to you. I'll talk to you every day in some capacity with work as well. So I'm quite fortunate. But to have you on here has been has been lovely. Um, and you know, thank you for sharing our stories with us. Maybe we'll get David Stider the story uh, next time. Um, this is a Raise the Sunshine series that is linked to the Rainbow Boosters project where we're supporting underprivileged children by connecting them to the internet and a community to ensure that they don't get left behind in a digital world. You can check out more at rainbowboosters.com. All the links are in the comments below and the next episode will be with you in a few weeks. Thank you so much, Zoe. Thank you, Pratesh.